Hey guys, just Josh here. Welcome to Ballarat Talks. Proudly sponsored by the Region Cinema. Yeah, you, yeah. you were putting the balls on the line there. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I moved, I moved out of home when I was 14, so it sort of comes really my face. Hope you enjoy the episode today, guys, with Liam Downs. Alright, today's guest, he's uh, well known in the, the food industry around town. His father, he has his hand as a chef in, in Ragga's own Moon and Mountain and a new venture, Renard. That's true, isn't it? Yeah. yeah true. <laughs> uh, he also doesn't like when Esther and Lewis, apparently, from um, I've heard rumours. Uh, and he, what? Sorry, he's your. Can you explain what you explained to me before? Because I did ask you, a head chef at all these places. Yeah. Yep. But so, you have part hand in. Yeah. So I'm part owner with Teddy at Moon. Yep. Small part of that. Yeah. Um, so I run all the venues. Yep. Um, the food side of things. So yeah, just got a head chef in each venue, and then me kind of on top of them and just yeah help them out where I can and write menus and all that stuff so perfect yeah welcome Liam Downs to Bellarat Talks thanks mate thanks for having me um actually I might get you to push that in a bit sorry I did say it was all right but I yeah, yeah perfect is that good yeah awesome all right um let's get started where'd you grow up uh I grew up in Greendale do you know Greendale so uh, Greendale's like off the freeway near Pikes Creek yeah, yeah, I know Melbourne, yeah. uh, out in the sticks a yeah, bit yeah so, yep yeah in the bush grew right. up in the bush mum and dad owned a pub there so and um, is that where the food sort yeah, of... Yeah, that's where the food started. So mum, mum was a cook. She wasn't a chef, but she was a really good cook, really good cook. And she just, yeah, cooked every night, so... So would you be on the, at, the, at the pub? Yeah, and I'd come on. I'd be doing homework out the back or something. She'd be like, come on, I need a hand. So I'd go in there, crumb palmies, make salads, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 Just the shit, you know yep. what I mean? Like, and just, yeah, it grew from there. I actually got to, like, year 11, 12, and they were like, you've got to be a chef. And I was like, nah. Did you, want, you didn't want to be a chef? No, I think there was, I was a kitchen hand at Craig's. Yep. And they were like, don't be a chef. It's crazy. You know, the hours are crazy. Mm. And then so I applied for PE teaching, got into PE teaching at Ballarat. Yep. And then, yeah, I just, I, I just evolved over that kind of last bit of year 12, my love for food. And yeah, mum's like, mum and dad were like, do it. You got to do it. You're good at it. You, you know, so I did it. Yeah. So you did that since, so year 11, you, you're cooking at the pub. Yeah. And what was the pub called? Green Dub. Greendale Hotel. Hotel. Okay, yeah. yeah. Greendale Hotel. Oh, did they sell it? They sell it or I don't know. Yeah, they sold it in 95 or... Uh, sorry, 2006, I think. Or yeah. five. I can't remember exactly. Okay. And then you you go into the teaching. Didn't do the teaching. I deferred it. So I got into it? it. Yep. And deferred it. Deferred I thought, it. I'll give cooking a go. I'll go back next year to teaching. Yeah. And I just stayed in it. I don't know how you... Like, I trained a few chefs. Yeah. And their hours are fucked. Yeah, they're fucked. Yeah, like, like the split shifts. And, and I've got a family, so yeah. my wife is the biggest support I have. Like, not many people would probably allow me, to, you know what I mean, to allow me to do what I do yeah. with two little kids, but I get up taking to school every day and that stuff. But the hours are, you've got to have a love for it. Like, you've got to, if you get into cooking without that passion, you kind of do them from the start, you know mm. what I mean? you just got to throw everything into it, otherwise you just end up, like, we, we lose apprentices all the time, like, they get into it, they think it's what's for them, and then no. they're out, you know, because yeah. the hours are hard. It's, it's, it's a tough industry. How many hours do you reckon do a week? Uh, it depends now. I'm probably around the 55, 60 yep. at the moment, maybe. Yep. Um, but there's, you know, even first year of my apprentice, I remember doing like an 80-hour week. Yeah. And not even really blinking, you know what I mean? Not even thinking, oh, this is shit. Like, yep. I just kept, you know, it's what we did. You just know? Kept it's, 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 yeah, it's the yeah. industry, exactly. Yeah. And the pay, the pay is pretty, like, they were pretty rough with the pay from... Yeah, yeah, you are. There's venues that pay well, and there's also, 
you know, as you grow, you yep. start to realise that once again in this industry, you've got to work hard to get, mm. you know, where you want to be. So yep. I guess for me, it was that point where I was like, you know, you get to points throughout your career, you think, all right, do I want to keep going? And you've got to make the calls with it. I'm going to keep yes, going because oh, yeah. there's there is a life for good. The chefs get paid well once you're through the shit. You know yep. what I mean? You just got to yep. get through the weeds a bit. You know, yep. and then yeah. Did um so you you defer that defer your, your course yep. and you go to where Craig's? Yeah, I got my apprenticeship at Craig's. Two thousand and two. Oh. It's four year apprenticeship. Yeah, it was four then. It's yep. three now, but it was four then. So yeah. Two thousand two. So that could take. It's late two thousand and two. I finished year twelve in two thousand and two. So I I finished school. Mum and Dad said finish school. Yep. And then yeah. You get qualified there, and it's two thousand six. I qualified at. Do you remember? Oh, I don't know if you remember Dino's on Sturt. No. no it's I would have been. You know where Brown Grain is around the corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yep. in there. It was like in a little Italian restaurant. Right. Dino owned heaps. He owned Eureka Pizza, like. In the seventies and eighties. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so Centina, you work... Do you know Centina and Leo at Yellow Espresso? Uh, no. So no. that's Dino and Lorraine was Centina's dad. So they own Yellow. Oh, Espresso. sorry. I think yeah, she owned the uh, skin place. Is that her? No, no. wrong one. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Um, yep. And then you go to where from there? Uh, Novotel in Creswick. So that was like just opening. So it had just been built, and they'll put the ad out for chefs. Yep. And I wasn't going to go to the interview, and Mum's like, no. Nah, I'm taking you. So mum took me out there. <laughs> she said yeah. she wanted you to work there. Yeah, yeah, she just knew there was, you know, more for me, you know, mm. I guess. And, and a core Novotel, so a core Sofitel, Novotel, yep. all those ones. So she knew it would open some sort of door for me, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course, yeah. And I, um, yeah, I got the job. Chef to party, which is, chef to party means like a senior chef of a team, you know yep. what I mean? So you're not sous chef or head chef. Yeah. But you're in charge of running a section, so you might run the restaurant, you might run the kitchen, you know, the gotcha. a la carte kitchen, whatever it is. But yeah, I got that. So. And then is that the after that? That's when Moon Mountain. No, no, no. So that was. I worked with a really good chef there, like really good. He'd been he'd been around the world. So uh, his name was Glenn Crum. Yeah. He was just brilliant. Like, like a mentor for you. Yeah, a little bit of a mentor, definitely. Yep. I don't. He lives in America now. Okay. So he's um pretty worldly. And he just knew, knew everything, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, he'd open hotels in Budapest and, you know. Well, yeah. He, opened, he told me a story about opening a, house, a restaurant in Budapest on the weekend the Grand Prix was in Budapest. And he's like, we can't do it to the owners. He barely, all his staff spoke all these different languages and they decided to open this restaurant in, on the weekend of the Grand Prix in Budapest. He said it was the worst night of his life. But, oh, really? Yeah, just mental? Mental. They yeah. had F1 drivers come in, all these, you know, teams come in, and he said it was just brutal, brutal. But he was, he was brilliant. Yep. So I was out there for oh, three years, yep. and he left. He promoted me to sous chef under him yep. once, once our sous chef Alex left, and then, yeah, I kind of stayed on for a while as executive chef out there, so I was like 24. Five maybe. Yep. And it was really young to be an exec chef. They were making heaps of money. Like it was huge. Yep. We'd have Commonwealth Bank come in. Every Commonwealth Bank manager in Australia would come in for five days, and really? we'd have to cook for them breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It was brutal. That's like an event sort of thing. Yeah, like massive event. They'd have you know Paul Kelly play, and you know all yep. these cool shit. But it was brutal. I was too young for it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, be good experience though. It was, was great experience. Yeah, but I just, I just knew in the. Like, I knew I had heaps more to, you know, to learn. So I, yep. got, I got offered a week at Sofitel in the city, number yep. 35. So really good restaurant at the time, had a chef's hat. And, um, 
Yeah, I went down there for a week. Well, it was about four days I did. Like, they call it a stage where you go and you work for free. Yeah. But it's more for experience. More experience yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And they offered me a job, so I thought, I'm packing up and I moved down to Melbourne. Wow. Yeah. So you followed it, hasn't you? You followed it all the way through. Just yeah, I followed, it through, yep. followed it through and I was there for a bit. Like, I was there for eight months, roughly. Yeah. And my, I was with my wife, but we weren't married. But And then she, she messaged me one day with a photo of a pregnancy. <laughs> Sticking it said pregnant, I was like, yeah, right. Yeah, Gonna move back to Ballarat. She was living up here, I was living down there. She was coming down on days off yeah. and I was coming back up here. All my mates were up here. Yeah. But I, I wanted to get away from Ballarat for a while and then, not from her, like we yeah. kind of started dating as as I moved down there. And then, yeah, we found out she was pregnant, so back to Ballarat. And Do you think you live in Melbourne again or not? No, I couldn't, man. I, I, I hated it. Yeah. I hated the commute. Like for me, and I worked, I think I do crazy hours here. We we try to like I try to beat the head chef in in the morning. Yep. And he was a brilliant chef. Stuart McVay, his name is, is a brilliant chef. And you you'd think oh, I'll get up at five o'clock. I'll get on the first tram. I've got to get to my tram to the train station. Then I get the train station into Parliament Station. Yep. And then all of a sudden you'd think I'll beat him in today. And he's been in there for forty five minutes. You know what I mean? And it's like. And then you wouldn't leave till one o'clock in the, at night. It was just, it was crazy. That was, that was crazy. I don't know how chefs in Melbourne do that shit. Like, that's fucked. It's just, to me, I, I got through it and I, I loved every moment. I've worked with some of the best chefs I've ever worked with. Yep. But it was, yeah, just, they, they're crazy, man. Mm. Crazy. So you come back from Melbourne and then where do you go from there? Because um, I was with the core, I kind of reached out to them and said, I'm looking looking for a job, you know, and a core of a great company. Yeah. Like, in terms of companies, working for a core, they're the biggest hotel in, in the world, hotel chain in the world. So they were good. They really looked after me. They had a regional team and they had all, you know, there's heaps of room for growth. And I went to McEwa, so oh, down, yeah. Yeah. You know, doing big functions. So I kind of took over the functions a bit. Like weddings and that sort of thing? Yeah, weddings. And it wasn't ideally what I wanted to do. Coming from a chef's hat restaurant in Melbourne, going back to yep. doing that sort of stuff wasn't ideal, but I had a... I had a new kid. It wasn't yeah. for me. It wasn't about cooking at that stage. I just wanted to go and do my thirty-eight hours and leave, kind of thing, you know. And it ended up evolving to more than that. I, I did try really hard down there to, you know, really elevate the food. But I had a brand new baby, and, and he it's was tough, everything. Isn't it? Yeah, it's he was hard. everything to me. Yeah. You know? And my wife trying to support her, you know, be up for the feeds and all that stuff. So yeah, a lot of learning at that point. You know what I mean? Like yep. just growth and probably, probably. It was, a, it was a step back, but it was also a step forward in my development as a person, you know what I mean? Like, I just grew a lot in that yep. time, I reckon. Yeah, yep. awesome. And then, so that gets you through to what year's that? That gets me through to 2011. Yeah. And they got taken over by, I can't even remember who took them over, McCure. Uh, uh, I reckon it's a guy named Ian Gunn. Yeah, it was Ian. Yeah. So they took it over, and I was like, yeah, I'm out. And I'd been off with Gary Browning had redone the... George at that point, the lane, yep. Yep. all that stuff. So I went and did that for him before it was all built. He got me on board and reopened the lane and stuff for him. Well, reopened the lane. Yep. And it was it was cool. Like, we were flat out. George yeah. George really flew for a good two years that I was there. We were flying like breakfast was flying, dinners, we were making 500, 600 pizzas a week. It was good. It yep. was really good. And, and then, yeah, I kind of burned out. I burned myself out a bit. I went back to Craig's for not long like yep. a year and a bit because my mate Shannon was there so Shannon and I started our apprenticeship together at Craig's yep. he'd been there the whole time and I went back there like 15 years later 
that was cool working with Ian Curley and you know some really good chefs at Craig's and then that's when Teddy approached me so how did you know did you know Teddy before after I'd been to Faux obviously like a oh, couple the of nightlife yeah, yeah, yeah the nightlife but I hadn't been for like I'd probably been there twice since he owned it like I'd stopped going out like you know um, and then my mate Shannon when Teddy used to own the bridge so remember did he own that yeah he was the part bridge. Over, he was part over in the bridge right. so um, my mate Shannon drank we lived just around the corner from the bridge on Soldiers Hill there yeah and Shannon would be in there every night so he just said to Sh- he said to Teddy one night Shannon oh, sorry Teddy said to Shannon one night like looking for a chef come and do it and Shannon's like I'm not doing it but I've got a good guy that can do it yep we sat down and we had a coffee at at Ficker we sat outside I was still smoking cigarettes so I think that's why we sat outside yeah <laughs> And it was fucking cold. Yeah. I don't know why we sat. And we just kind of hit it off straight away, you know. Like, he, he talked to, like, 10, 15 chefs. Yep. And he kind of, as soon as we started talking, we just had the same just kind clicked. of... Yep. Yeah. Just felt right. So that, that brought me to... That was 2017, early... Oh, it was probably May 2017. We yep. did that. Yeah. And that's when Moon Mountain started. Well, it took six more months of renovations, and we opened November 2017. Where's the name come from? Um, it used to be, do you remember, I don't know if you know, but Moon Mountain was a tattoo parlour. Real shady one. It had a big flamingo drawn in the window. There? At Moon Mountain, yeah. We call it the opium den because it was a bit of a, it was no, a shithole inside. So when Teddy took it over, if you see the photos, it was, it was fucked. Like, it dropped out the back. It used to be a hardware store, so it's got a loading dock out the back. So it dropped like a metre and a half to like a dirt floor. Yep. So Teddy, all where you go out to the toilets in Moon Mountain, Teddy built all that false flooring. All that had to be built, um, the floorboards had to be re... Like, yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. So it was a tattoo parlour, and Teddy actually got a moon. He's got a moon a tattoo. tattoo, yeah. yeah. So not many people know that, but... <laughs> he has told a few people, but... So he got a moon, and then he just, like, put that with something. Like, he's good at naming businesses. He's kind of his thing. Yeah, I was so, wondering why, they, why you named it Renard, and then we looked it up, and it was like... Did you... Yeah, yeah. and then, yeah, that's what it was... Everyone called Fo the Fox. Yeah. And then it was just, yeah... Right. Uh, that was a good one. I, I like how he named that one. It kind of and people are kind of asking like, "Why are not And then they see and they go, "Ah, oh, oh, right." Nice, you know, nice. it kind of yeah, falls into line. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and then yeah, I think yeah, I, I met. Well, I didn't meet you, meet you, but I I sort of come across you. I was shooting a video there when we, yeah. we were just talking about it before. That was really when you early. first opened. Yeah. yeah. Very I think early. it was the first lunch we did. Yeah. I think I can't. I'm would've not been, sure. Would have been close. It was really early. Yeah. Because I think that's why I was like, oh, I wouldn't mind going to try this. Yeah. New place out. Um, so your average day there though, but sorry, you, you, you've gone from, how long were you there for before you opened Regazone? So it did moon for, so we opened 2017, we opened Regazone last June. Yep. So year and two years. Two, two years. Two years. Yep. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, yeah, kind of, my average day there was flat out. Yep. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, moon was moon was mental. Moon took off like it started strong, but then it just like I think it's the best restaurant in town. You do? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I appreciate that. I it's, really do. We I put do. so much hard work into it, like, yeah. and it's it's gone through all these staff. Like, like I'm not there all the time now. You know what I mean? But, yeah. But every single staff member that works at Moon puts in the same amount of passion as you know the next person. Like, yeah. it's just it's been a great place. I, I don't know if you know the feeling you wake up in the morning you're like, I don't want to go to work. Yep. I never felt that one day in my life at Moon. Like, same as Rags. Like, 
Same yeah, as all our businesses. Yeah. I don't know. You, you I'm sure we're good people. It's yeah, we have great people. Yeah. Like Zach, my head chef at Moon. He's he started as a second year with us, and now he's head chef in yeah. like three and a half years. Like, it's just it just evolves so quick. You know what I mean? Like every time we think we'd be doing something right, we do so we do it better. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and we're not perfect. Like we we learnt so much along the way as well. You know what I mean? Like. And I've never really done Asian before that. Like, this is the first Yeah, I was going to say, how did you get into cuisine? Like, how did you... So that, when I worked in Novotel, Glenn Crum, the, my the yep. kind of mentor, he he lived in Asia, and he taught me, like, a lot about curry paste. And, and we also had a Thai chef out at Novotel. Okay. Her yep. name was Patama, and she was just a kitchen hand to start with. But, I don't know, you pick stuff up, you know what I mean? My dad would eat Chinese food every day of his life if he could. Loves like, it. Like loves at Chinatown, anyway, Buckstamarsh Chinese restaurant. I reckon we ate there once a week for like yep. twenty years. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it, it's always been, it's always been in my blood, like Asian food. But I don't know. I'm just, I like a challenge. And then I had a lot of people tell me, "Oh, can you even cook Asian?" Well, yeah, why not? I can. Yeah. But I've never cooked it on a large scale. But I'll have a go. You know what I mean? Like. And so you do you design all the the um, menus there? Yeah. And how yeah. do you design? Are you going down well, to Melbourne, testing different places? No, or no, no, just, we kind just of say, cook stuff we like. You know yep. what I mean? Like, I wouldn't put something on there that I don't want to eat. Yep. Um, yeah, and like, I get a lot of input from Zach. He'll come to me with what he thinks we should do for the month or the two months. Yep. Um, and then we just go from there, you know. You might see, we might see something that inspires us and then we twist it or, yep. um, and yeah, it just depends. Like, we kind of, the biggest thing we say is we cook what we want to eat, you know what I mean? And yeah, a lot of it is... Can't get it wrong. Yeah, Teddy, Teddy knows what he likes too, you know what I mean? So Teddy had a brief when we first started. He said, do this. I wrote the first menu. He was like, love it, love it, don't love it. Gave him the second one. Good, let's go, you know what I mean? So He's, yeah. he's a massive foodie, is he? Yeah, he, his biggest thing for Bella, he was going down to Melbourne every weekend to eat out, you know what I mean? Like, and he loves Asian, like that yep. fusion, chin-chin, yep. Lucy Lou kind of shit. So he wanted, he was sick of going to Melbourne for good cocktails, good food. He went to Adelaide and sat at the pass of a restaurant and these Asian guys were cooking on the walks and stuff and he was like, whoa, you know. This is awesome, yeah. And that's what he wanted. That was kind of what he wanted to bring to Melbourne. Heat, fire, you know. Um, The interaction as well, like I don't know if everyone sees, but all our restaurants are wide open, like the kitchens. Yep. Nothing to hide, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, if if you, you know. If you're gonna eat that, you should be able to see what we're doing. You yep. know what I mean? And it is, it's weird. Like, I've been in closed kitchens. I've been in some, like, Sofitel was open, but not like we are open. Yep. So, yeah, just to see that. It's a, I think it's a nice, it sort of adds an experience. Like, yeah, it does. And some people hate it. Like, I had a, we've got a review that from Ragazzonia that someone said they hate it coming in from work on a Friday night mm. and then sitting and watching people work all night, which is fair enough. You know what I mean? Like, okay. yep. some people don't love it, but. I don't know. And it takes a while to get used to as a chef that yep. you're the, you know, some people, Tom people are watching you and you're like, you know what I mean? Like, yep. Yeah, but I don't know. You get used to it fairly quickly and it's pretty cool. Um, so then you go to Bragazzoni and how, how did that all start about with Drew? So Drew was at Lola. Yeah, yeah, I do. With yeah. Simon. Yep. Um, and he kind of left Lola, came and worked with us at Moon for a bit on the past. Yep. Um, and he just, he was keen to do his own thing. And Teddy and him were talking about it. And Teddy's like, well, I've got a chef. Yeah. Why do we need another chef? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where it evolved. We had Winner Winner at the same time. Oh, and Winner was going all right. It was up and down. And, and we just kind of, Teddy said to Drew, just 
why can't I let him do it? You know what I mean? Like Drew had in mind what he wanted to do, and it just evolved. Like it yep. evolved really quickly. Yep. Those boys are good enough to shit evolving yeah. quickly. You know what yep. I mean? Like. Well, they, yeah, both of them sort of explode. They get. Yeah. I think it's. It, I think, like when I look at it from the outsider, um, I think it's done so well. Like, like from the designing perspective. Yeah. And it's not like they don't put it out there until it's done perfect. Yeah, and that's that's they do design so well yep. and they have some good people around them to help them do that yep. um, and they just they have an idea and they execute it quickly and they also execute it well you know what I mean yep. like and before I know it like I'm thinking oh yeah they'll, they'll take a year yep. you know what I mean and all of a sudden that's being built right. and I'm like okay well, I've got to get my ass you know, I've got to get my finger out you know so they do do it well and Teddy Teddy has great inspirations Drew knew what he knows what he wants, you know what I mean? So it's not like you're kind of going into it with like, oh, we don't know what we're doing here, you know what yeah. I mean? Like they have a clear plan and we just go from there. They come up with good names, like, you know what I mean? What, what was the... That's Raggers uh, only means like child, boy, childish that? adult, like, yeah, like, a, adult. like a, yeah, yeah, a big boy kind of, you know, and yeah. that's it's kind of how we try to take it up there, you know what I mean? It's not... We want to do good food and we want to do great service, but we also want people to have fun while they're there and we want our staff to have fun, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's kind of those two in a nutshell, you know what I mean? Like, they don't take themselves too seriously. I had a big night there just before COVID yeah, lockdown. Yeah, I reckon yeah, that yeah. Down, I, the down the front? Down the front, I was pretty bad. Like, I, I'm a couple, couple of wines in and I'm no good. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. You're saying, you're saying. I don't drink enough now, oh, too. Yeah. I was shocking. Um, good night, though. Good it's a good spot down cocktails the front. Cocktails were yeah. good. Yeah, good. We had a few cocktails on. We got great barman, man. Like, oh, we, uh, so, what's your favourite cocktail? Uh, I do love a whiskey sour, like mm. love a whiskey sour. The one in, the whiskey sour Moon and Mountains off its head. Like if I could have any drink of Moon, that's what that's I want. But Lady Boy, that Lady Boy with the fan out. That's his. That's me. That's that's our biggest. That's, that's like one? we took it off the menu for like a little bit because yeah. obviously the boys in the bar want to try to evolve. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And literally like. Where's the fucking lady sounds like? You know that's what I mean? I said, I, I said, the lady boys. Did you lady boys like? Yeah, it's off the menu, but we can do it. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, and that's what happened. And so Louis Obama, who's awesome, like, yeah. he's so good. Um, he's just like, yeah, all right. I'll, you know, but it happened to me too. With Moon especially, we would do things and people would get so attached to them and yep. we'd try to evolve and take it off the menu. And then we'd get like... Wouldn't have it. People would just be like, nah. People are, where's the fucking kingfish? Like, people would get upset with me. <laughs> Why don't you take the kingfish off? And I'd be like... I'm trying to do something Trying different. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, Kingfish goes back on. So wow. Lady Boy goes back on. Like, it's, and it's good. Like, and we've kind of accepted that that we have signatures at Moon that people love. And as a as a person, when you evolve, you kind of try to evolve yourself mm. and your menus and the bar boys try to evolve. But market, market always market, wins. Whatever the, the market, market wants, man. The niche always gets there. You know. Um, did well. How did the rest? How did you come up with the recipes in that from? the, the uh, menu design for Ragazzoni how did that all like who designed who wanted the cuisine uh, I always said to Teddy that I would I, you know if we had another go at a restaurant I'd love to do Italian yep because I had a cl- pretty clear idea in my mind how I'd do it you know yep. Italian in Ballarat's always been rem- pasta romana and you know ribiata and that sort of stuff which has its place I love it you know I cook it at home for the family once or twice a week but yep. um, it, Italian I could just see, I can just see a real clear kind of path of what I want yeah. to do with Italian, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and how I want to plate it up and 
how it can be something more than what you know Italian everyone has an idea of Italian so yep. the menu evolved really weirdly at Rags because we opened in June after the first pandemic mm. we got through the first pandemic we're like right we're good to go we opened with an a la carte menu we had four entrees five pastas a couple of mains three desserts like standard old menu you know what I mean like and it was it was good like um, we were getting busy and then we got the second lockdown and everything changed like like we had no plan to do the chef selection thing that we're doing at the moment so we're doing like six eight courses for seventy five dollars yeah I, I don't mind that though I think that's yeah I love it. I love it like for as chefs it makes our job easy it makes our job a bit boring like not boring but it's the same thing every night and, yep. you, and the only thing that changes is people's dietary requirements and that sort of stuff so we do that at moon and at rags yeah um but it was wasn't meant to be that and then the lockdown came and, and like we were thrown in we did the first lockdown at moon obviously so we hadn't we were really fast on that like credit to teddy he pushed me really hard at that point because i was like take away stuff yeah yeah i was yeah. like what the fuck are we gonna do man like you know we knew it was coming kind of we'd, we'd been told three four weeks like there's a lockdown on its way yeah and you don't know whether to believe it or not you know so you can we 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 were really quick on it i think we closed for a day yeah we closed the monday and we were in there prepping on the tuesday for wednesday open for takeaway yeah so we had a fair idea do you know what i mean yeah, what yeah, we were yeah. going to do yeah. on the second one so ragas only just quick as that we were just like menu give me four or five did four you know, days from there actually i did video yeah 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 it's good yeah we um we were quick we were quick at all of them and it was the first one at Moon was hard. Yep. Because I didn't know. I haven't done take... Like, I haven't done takeaway like that. You know what I mean? Yep. The second night at Moon, we had, like, 280 orders. We did, like... Oh, wow. We did, like, 90 orders. And some people were ordering $600 worth of food. Like, dockets... Takeaway? Yeah, man. It was, like, four curries. Like, how are all these people in houses together? Like, we're meant to be in a pandemic, you know? Yeah. But we're not sending yeah, out. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And we actually kept every one of our front of house staff on. Awesome. Um, we made them out. We didn't do an Uber or a Deliveroo or any of that. We oh, just, you just made them deliver and... We just made them deliver, man. Awesome. And no one, like no one did that, I don't think. No, I don't, think, I don't think I, no, I don't reckon no. I did. And we pretty proud of that. Yep. You know, and they weren't, you know, it was hard to keep people's morale high when they're driving a car around, you know what I mean? But we got through it, you know. Yeah. And that's what happened to Rags. We got through the lockdown and we were just like, in the end, we were like, we've got to do something different. So we just came back with the chef selections and... It's work, so yep. it's awesome. fun. I'll have to yeah. come back in soon. Um, do, uh, you being a chef, do you still cook at home or not? Yeah. Uh, do. Well, I'm home Sunday, Monday, Tuesday night. Yeah. So I try to cook. Like, one night we'll have takeaway because that's, you know, the family, The bo- i got two boys, so can't yep. me, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they yeah, yeah, anything yeah. like that. Um, and then I always try to cook the other nights. My wife cooks a bit anyway, you know what I mean? So, But we just try to come up with a plan and... It's not my... Like, if I get home at 10.30 at night, which I normally do, yeah. it's normally, like, something pretty simple. You know what I mean? Like, eggs on toast or... Ripper. Yeah. Can't. But yeah. always on days off, we try to have a family meal. You know what I mean? Like, to keep that family... And you do, like, a proper, like... Yeah, might do a roast. Pasta's a big one because it's quick and easy on a Monday night when I'm trying to get two little turds ready for school and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, but, yeah. And I've also got a five-year-old that it's so bad as a chef, but he's pretty fussy, so... Oh. Yeah. The other one eats, like, I make green curry on Monday night at home. Yep. It wasn't super spicy, but enough spice. 
he ate a massive bowl of it, but the little one, like, he's, he's a... What are you, are you a sit and eat that, eat to type of parent? Yeah, yeah, we sit down and we eat. And we no, eat. as in, like, you got to sit and you're... Oh, yeah, we are, we are. Yeah. We try to be, but... It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's so hard. My mum and dad made my... I remember my brother wouldn't eat. Yeah. And they used to make him sit at the table. And I always found it hard to watch as a kid, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he'd be up there for, Yeah, he would be up there choking on his peas, like... Ugh, and I'd be like, just let the kid go. Like, <laughs> yeah, he'd be fucking shit into napkins. And I'd be like, let the kid eat. Like, let him go, you yeah. know? So we do. We, we try to fall... But he's stubborn. He's stubborn. He knows what he wants, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think he's got a fair bit of man, my wife in him, you know what I mean? Like, so he's... Yeah, he's pretty stubborn. That's great. So being in the, the food industry of Ballarat, Give me your go-to places that are dry. Um, it's you, hard. Yeah, I don't get out much, man. Yeah. Like, Cafe-wise, like, we used to eat at Lecker a fair bit, mm. just because it was close and easy, and we I got a car parked right behind Lecker, so we just swing in. Yep. Um, my mate Paulie's just opened a cafe with The Falls, so Clothesline Cafe. It's brand new. Yeah, on the corner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm keen Who, to... Who's the owner? Um, so Bella, who's our apprentice at Regazzoni, it's her mum and dad, so okay. um, they've, a lot of people know them from around town, so I'm keen to go and try that. Yeah. Um, for dinner, like, Mr. Jones is pretty cool, you know what I mean? I haven't been in there for ages, but... I went there when they were... Um, catfish. Yeah, why'd they change it? I don't know. Just, just trying to evolve, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, every time I've eaten there, it's been outstanding. Yep. Um, I don't get out much, honestly. But I, I do love to see the evolution in the Ballarat. Oh, it's gone nuts. Like I've been here for on and off for 19 years. Yep. And it's like, the last two years, it's just blown up, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't reckon there was anything... When I moved here, I reckon it was 2011. Yeah. And there wasn't really anything. Like, yeah. there was... Like, yeah, it's crazy. Had, now it's yeah. just so much There's more. So it's many awesome. cafes. Like, it's yeah, great. you spoil it for choice. It's yeah. great. So, yeah, I don't get out much. Like, to be honest, if I'm... You know, we might get some takeaway or, you know. Yep. My wife loves Indian. Oh, yeah. So, um, we're trying to find the best Indian restaurant in Ballarat. I had Rick on earlier. Um, what was the one he's... I'd love it Cobblers? Cobblers? It's not anymore. It used to be back in the day. Yeah. Back down near Brain, uh, Brown Grain. It was down oh, yeah, there yeah, yeah. somewhere. Yeah. I, don't, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. I don't know what it is, though. Um, awesome. What's the best meal you've ever had, then? Best meal? Yeah, anywhere. <laughs> There used to be a place outside of Geelong near, do you know, Inverley, it's on the way. So like if you go between Ballarat and Geelong, um, there's like Bannockburn, yeah. and then there's Inverley. And there yeah. used to be a place there called Gladiola, had two chefs hats, and okay. that was in this small little cottage in the middle of nowhere, and that was a serious, we went there for family probably four or five times, yeah. and every single time was just really good. Um, oh, where else have I eaten that's good? Explain what a chef's hat is. So chef's hats, guess our Michelin star. You know what I mean? Like in over the seas, you get three Michelin stars if you're the best restaurant in in the world. So yep. um, I think in Victoria there's two places with three chef's hats, which would be Attica and Bray. Yep. So the best, very best, get three, and then it works its way down. So you get a score out of twenty, and then when do they do it though? Like how come like Moon? Would they, they do like, it at because. Oh, Moon, Moon's kind of a, it's like a, you know, chef's hats they give to little restaurants that do, you know, Derek's got a chef's hat at Wunderbar. Okay. Yeah. So that kind of intimate, you know what I mean? Like, and Moon's more 
fast and frenzy. You know, it's a yeah. frenzy. Like, they look for service. Like, it's, yeah, it just works its way down. You know okay. what I mean? Like, yeah. they've probably been into Moon and checked us out. Yeah. But you got to get above a 14.5 to get a, a 15 to get a chef's hat. So, right. Um, we might have got a 12 or a 13. Who knows? You know, but. And you say so you don't know if they come in. No, you don't know. So It's random. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's dumb through the age. So the age, they put it in there on the Tuesday Epicure, every review yep. that goes in the age, if you get a chef's hat, you go on this little guide and yeah. 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 Interesting. So what was that one called out in, in the... Uh, it was Gladioli. Gladioli. It's not there anymore. It's actually, oh. it's in Port Ferry now, but I'm not sure if it's still open. I don't nice. know. Pandemic changed a lot of stuff, so. Mm. Um, I'm going to, I want to play a game with you. Yeah. So I'm going to... Throw some chef's names out. Yeah. No, I just want the first thing that comes to your mind when I say it. All right. Jamie Oliver. Twat. <laughs> no, actually, he's the first chef I actually ever, like, watched. So he did get me into it, but he's a bit of a twat. Okay, yep. Yeah. Gordon Ramsay. Uh, Psycho. Yep. Uh, Nigella Lawson. Kind of milfy. Is that too much to say? Oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, no, she's. Good. I don't actually mind Nigella. Yeah, she does some good shit. She's cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Heston. Uh, oh, Heston's tough. He's really good. Yeah. But he's done some dodgy shit. In terms of paying people and stuff. Like I don't know if it's him, but I know they d don't pay them. You know oh, what I mean? Like I don't know. Well, Heston's a great chef. Like. The next one was George Colombaris. Once again, great chef, but dodgy. Yeah. Like, don't be dodgy. Okay. Yeah, my favourite next one's Tim Bowen. I love Tim. Yeah, you're good, isn't he? Tim comes in all the time, man. Does like, he? Yeah, he loves Moon. Yeah, I, think he... He always, I think he says Moon's his favourite restaurant too. So. I in really Ballarat. wish he would open his own place. I think he will. Yeah, I, I think he will. No, I love Tim. He's awesome, he's, man. He is he's awesome. Buff. I actually asked if he'd come work with me, but he said no. Well, he's got his own thing, yeah. you know what I mean? So um, I kind of wanted to get him on board. but yeah. He'd be awesome. He'd be awesome. Jobs everywhere, mate. Yeah. Um, do you have any advice for any younger, younger chefs sort of out there that might be listening? Yeah, it's so like sort of get into it. It's something that we're kind of big on at the moment is trying to, you know, let people know about it. So it's just do some research. You know what I mean? And start strong. Don't start at a pub. Like obviously pubs need apprentices. So if you've got a passion for that, but we need more chefs that want to do, you know, the hard. Mm. A lot of chefs these days want to work six till three in a cafe, you know what I mean? Which yep. is fine, I get it. Like, I'm a dad, I want to do that too sometimes. But we need people that want to, you know, this industry is awesome. Like, I've met some sweet, amazing people yep. along the way, you know what I mean? So, I know my advice is do some research, learn your trade, like, and stick at it. Like, it's a hard job, but the rewards are massive, you know what I mean? Like, you can get so far. These young chefs, if there's no pandemic on, you can go anywhere in the world and anywhere will open their door to a chef. You know what I mean? Because yep. everyone needs the chefs. chefs We're probably yep. the last people to be replaced by robots, I reckon. They're trying, but... <laughs> I don't think they'll get there with that I one. I don't think they will, man. No. They've got these robotic arms, but I'm sure we'll be the last people replaced. No, you know it's, what I mean? it's, it's yeah. experience. Yeah, that's it's experience. And that's, that's probably advice. Get experience. Like, yep. Learn and grow and have fun. It's a good industry. Awesome. Don't be as scared off as people think, you know. Is there any, uh, what's up next to you in terms of, are you going to do any new places, get any new places on the um, or any cuisines you want to tackle? We're kind of, we're holding up for the moment. We do have something on the go, but I can't, I probably shouldn't say, yeah, tell you right. about yep. it. Yeah, um, <laughs> Cuisine-wise, we'd love to do Greek. I reckon Ballarat needs a yeah, Greek That's exactly one. what I was going to say, there's no Greek ones here? Not, it needs a good one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, 
Greek's my favourite cuisine. I love. Oh, okay. I, so, mum and dad moved to Greendale when I was pretty, I think I was two or something. Yep. So I grew up in Melbourne. Apparently they would eat out every every night. Turkish, Greek, Turkish, Greek, Turkish, Greek, Chinese probably with dad. Yep. So Turkish and Greek are my two, that Persian kind of cuisine, they're my two favourite cuisines. Okay. If I could go anywhere in the world right now, I reckon I'd fly it. straight to Greece. Right. I haven't been, but that's where I want to go. Yeah. Okay, that's on the cards. Though. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I think we'll go to the questions, my man. Yeah, man. Uh, I sent these through to you, so yeah, I don't know. I'm worried about these. And the Are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, what, what's something that someone would be surprised to know about you? Um, we're talking about this at work, and I like filler fishes from Maccas, and no one likes filler fishes. <laughs> Everyone does. And it's not. really fucking embarrassing, and I don't let anyone know, you know what I mean? Like, I'm always like, if I have a filler fish, it's often in the car by myself. You know, it's not something I go out of my way to have one once a week, but yeah. if you, I ever do have it, it's really kind of... Did you do it when you were a kid? Is that why, maybe? Mum ate them. Okay. And I must have yeah. picked it up. No one likes them. And every time yeah. I've ever said, oh, yeah, I don't mind a filler fish, you're, you're shit. Like, what's yeah, wrong no, with you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with you? Why are you a chef? Like, yeah. Filler fish, okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting one. You know This podcast's not going live. Um, <laughs> what do you love most, apart from family? Uh... Obviously cooking. Mm. I do love footy. Like, yeah, I've heard. So you get aggressive. Drew was telling me that yeah, I get a you're bit not real good to work with Mercer and Lewis. Nah, especially... Are you that passionate though, yeah? Yeah, we're pretty pretty passionate. So Dad grew up in Essendon. Dad used to carry me to Windy Hill on his shoulders. Oh, right. With a little duffel coat on my number. I can't remember. I might have had Mark, Mark Harvey's number or something. I can't remember. But yeah, we, we grew up in... My whole family, like Dad's side of the family, are in Essendon. So my grandma was in Essendon until she passed. My yep. auntie's in Essendon. So Essendon, yeah. I'm not good to work with, especially when they play the Hawks or Collingwood, because Teddy's Collingwood, so I'm oh. not good to work with when we lose. Are no. you, like, full shut down? Not shut down. The Hawks, round one this year, I went Hawks beat us yeah. by, like, when we were 45 points up. Drew was like, oh, we're, we're done. And I'm like, I don't reckon you're done. It's Essendon. Yeah. Like, we've had a pretty tough... 10 years as supporters so yep. um, yeah I was no we're not done and then they won I kind of went a bit shut down that night <laughs> but yeah I, I don't go I used to go like all through high school me and my brothers we were MCC members so we would go every week like my brothers still go every week they love that they that, love that, it that is passionate they, they're, they're, I think I'm passionate they're way more passionate and my wife would tell you that yeah she doesn't like to sit with me while I'm watching the footy because she's Geelong so she yeah, hates I, it. I don't mind Geelong, actually, to be honest. Yeah, I um, have to like Geelong. You have to? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are you most afraid of? Um, I have this weird dream sometimes that I can't cook anymore. Why? I don't know. It's what, just this cream you, I've had. Do you know why you're not allowed to cook that? Like what? No, no, I can't cook. Like, I, I just go oh. to water, you know what I mean? Like, yep. And it's quite a recurring dream. It just must be my... The imposter syndrome or something? Yeah, like yeah, that? and I'm always in the like a restaurant in Melbourne and the chef's yelling at me, yelling at me. And so I'm not afraid of that, but it's just that dream just, always yeah, sits in my up. head and goes, what the fuck, are, why are you been, thinking like that? And this must watching, be just, you know, the insecurities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been watching Gordon Ramsay on YouTube I'm afraid like. of heights. So when we were out on the balcony, I was actually surprised. I just was up at the edge, like, but I think I might've conquered that in Queensland. We went to Queensland before the pandemic, my, yeah. my wife and I and the family. And I went on that massive roller coaster at Movie World. Um, the Superman one? No, the new one, the DC Heroes or something. It's the biggest one in the Southern Hemisphere now. Right. And I went on it and I was pretty good. So 
So Tonk heights is heights isn't great, and I'm trying really hard, especially with two little kids. Yeah, like I'm trying not to instill my fear of heights. I mean, you know, heights scared, heights scared. Yeah, white You know, but my wife's yeah, she she's always like just try and fight it. So I do, I, I do try. Yeah. Those roller skates, they are scary though. They are scary, and that's high, really high. They are. Uh, what's something someone has said to you that's just stuck in life? I had a chef at Craig's come from Melbourne, he was really good. He told me, salt's your best friend in the kitchen. Salt? Salt. So it makes everything taste good? Tastes good. Like, yeah. there's not much secret to cooking. It's just we put a little bit more salt and butter in than most people do, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And in the Thai places, in the Moon and Mountain and Thai and stuff, you put a little bit more fish sauce and, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just seasoning. Yeah, I got told early seasoning, you know, is the most Gee. important thing you'll do in the kitchen. Yeah. Right. And it kind of has stuck with me. I try to tell my apprentices, you know what I mean? Like, and they'll put a little bit of salt in and I'm like, no, 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 come on. Lift it. But we don't go, it's not ridiculous, but it's obviously separates the home cook to yeah. it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty... Pretty important, I reckon. Okay, I like that. Uh, who do you want to send the podcast next? Um, I was thinking Jimmy Morrison. Have you done yeah. Jimmy? Yeah, no, I, I know, I've met Jimmy once. Jimmy's a good guy, man. He's got some good stories. Hairdressing. Hairdressing. Um, he's still, well, barbering, I should say. Barbering, yeah. yeah. So he's he's been to Melbourne. I think he'd be good. Um, I trying to have a think about this, some more chefs. That, I don't know, Jose from Megas, maybe. Uh, you know, I've never been to Megas. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah and I think he'd have some interesting stories. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was trying to think about this one without chucking too many people in there that probably yeah. would be like, oh, well, don't say me, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I think that'd be good. Awesome. Well, I'll try and get them on. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to share with the listeners? Any sort of special deals this week at uh, Moon and Mountain? <laughs> uh, Moon, get in early. Like, everyone always says, oh, how do you get in? And we, are, we do book out yeah. quick, so just get online early, you know what I mean? Like, yep. early in the week, get online, and if you want to book for a weekend, try, try to think about it a week before. Yeah. Kind of thing. Same with rags. People always say, we can't get into rags. Yeah. Just well, get in. Unfortunately, yeah, we're pretty busy, so just plan it out a bit, you know? Mm. Come in. Like, I love Ballarat. You know, there's this weird proportion of Ballarat that still don't know about us. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Sometimes I'll say I work at Moon Mountain, and they'll be like, what? What's Moon Mountain? Yeah. yeah. So... I don't know. If anyone's listening and they haven't been in, try it. It's the main yeah. street of Ballarat, one of the main... Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't know. Come in and try us. It's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. No, pleasure. Appreciate it. Yeah. And um, go Moon and Mountain. Go, go Essendon. Thanks, man. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully we do some good sometime. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, team. Once again, would appreciate any reviews you've got down below. Have a great day.